0: And welcome to another edition of The Gist, your weekly stop for pop culture and entertainment news. I'm your host, Chris Fatrano Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, this week, guys, the internet has me exhausted. I don't know about you, but there's so many rumors and so many stories that f- were filled with what seemed like inaccuracies this week. I don't even know what's true and what to report on, but man, is it entertaining. So first of all, we've just got to cover it. What the hell is happening over at Bravo? Um, First of all, Real Housewives of New York, of course, they announced a few months ago that they were scrapping the old cast after a problematic season. They were getting rid of all of the women and starting over with a fresh batch of ladies that were diverse and going to bring a new fresh energy to uh, Roni. And in addition, they were also testing a, t- a series called that they were calling "Real Housewives of New York Legacy," which was going to focus on the women that we've come to know and love: our Jill Zarin's, uh, Dorinda, Luann De Lesseps, Sonia Morgan, uh, potentially Ramona, though she was part of the problematic season, so that was a little bit um, TBD, but. So we've been following these stories, and we do know that the New York ladies, the new New York ladies, I should say, that they have just wrapped filming their first season together. Um, and from what we are hearing, it was an explosive season, and the ladies really delivered. So we're looking forward to seeing more of that. But um, but this week, the Legacy edition really seemed to fall apart. So we ended up... Um, getting news from page 6 they reported that the cast was demanding too much money and that bravo was putting the entire series on the back burner that we were that it was dead in the water later auntie cohen responded or sort of responded by tweeting out don't believe everything you read which of course had fans feeling like okay page 6 got it wrong somebody leaked that story because they wanted more money or there was some some sort of you know snake in the grass there that was making that happen so we all took a a united sigh of relief that re- that legacy edition was still coming soon And then Luann herself, money can't buy you class de la seps, she comes out and confirms that plans have have in fact stalled on the series and that there were no plans for Bravo to continue filming with these women. Then Page Six came out with another double down on their original report and exclusively reported that the cast was asking for too much money and that it was indeed confirmed that they were not going to move forward with filming. And then later we ended up with a, another story that broke that said that it was Jill Zarin who was asking for too much money and that the other ladies, Dorinda, Luann, um, and Sonia had all signed on. They also threw some shade at Sonia by basically saying that, like, she wasn't really even like caring what was happening. She was on. She didn't really care what she was getting paid as long as she could like show up and I guess collect a check. Um, But yeah, so it seems as though it was Jill Zarin who was the reason for this. So it does, in fact, seem that this is this is dead, and we may not see a Real Housewives of New York Legacy Edition like we were promised. And that may be the end of that. Though, where in the world is the spinoff with Sonia and Luann? We, Bravo announced that these ladies were like going to take Oklahoma and, you know, do their best Paris and Nikki simple life um, kind of rip off. And we got teased with it at BravoCon. But we have seen nothing of it since. So I have no idea where when we're going to get this footage. But that seems to be like the last chance we're going to have to see old De La Sepps and uh, Miss Sonia Morgan on our TV screens. Unless, of course, they figure out a way to bring these ladies back into the roni mix in the next season. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all kind of comes together. Um, the, the other piece of that is that... Uh, n- he has definitely doubled down on talking about how good the new Real Housewives of New York ladies are. So he does seem to be trying to smooth people over and, and prepare them for the fact that we are losing these OGs that we had come to know and sometimes love to hate. Um, but yeah, so that is happening. Um, I don't think that we're getting real Roni legacy anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, and then also out of Bravo, The Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is feeling very Kathy Hilton, get me out of Aspen. Um, so the first of all, the rumors started flying that Brandi Glanville and Caroline Manzo got in a physical altercation that involved Brandy bringing up Caroline's sister, Dina, who we all know from Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey season one and a brief stint on season two, before she left the series, um, her and her estranged sister, Caroline have had a falling out. That's been fairly public. Um, and the rumor was that Brandy had brought up Dina in some kind of capacity and they ended up in an altercation. Um, I guess, you know, Caroline doesn't want to talk about Dina, which by the way, guys, I don't know if you've seen her on Instagram. So I guess she cut her bangs, um, which I know I don't have bangs, but I've heard from people that you shouldn't cut your own. And from the looks of it, I, I also don't know if she has a filter on her face, but like she's unrecognizable. So I don't know what's going on. She's looking nuts over there, but check her out on Instagram. Um, let me know what's going on because if you can figure it out, God bless. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, that, that was the rumor. And then Vicki Gumbelson, who's also from, of course, our OG from the OC, she was, uh, she commented on some, uh, Instagram post that was reporting that the altercation had to do with Dina and basically just said like, it was not true. And that's not a true rumor. But then we were getting more reports that Brandy was asked to leave the last day of filming, and also was asked to leave the house that they were filming at, um, because of an altercation, and that the next day Caroline chose to leave on her own accord. So we were definitely like getting confirmation that something had happened and something occurred. So we are are obviously we need to wait and see what actually happened. But then People Magazine came out. With a like exclusive story that said that Brandy was trying to kiss Caroline, uh, that she was taking sort of like some physical um, stuff too far, which if you saw Brandy on Real Housewives of Ultimate Girls Trip 2, which was the most recent season. She definitely loved her some ladies, um, and she probably took things a little too far with some of those women too. But um, I guess Miss Manzo was not having it, and it ended in a. Now there's like a full investigation being launched. Um, it's it, it does it's seeming pretty bad, and um, I guess the rumor is, and again, who knows what's what's true and what's not in this because. When it comes out on the series, I have this feeling that it's going to be really played down very similar to the Kathy Hilton, Lisa Rinna drama that we saw play out very similarly um, in the news. But the rumor is that after Brandy tried to kiss Caroline that uh, she demanded that Brandy be fired um, and sent home. And that the other woman actually took up for Brandy, which is the reason that Caroline then decided to leave on her own accord. And all I kept thinking was, so they're both leaving this last day from Morocco. I mean, how many flights out are there? I mean, are these women now on the same flight home? Um, I hope they had some cameras on that because that sounds like exactly what I wanted to be seeing. Um rather than the women sort of digesting what they thought happened the night before, because that, um, as we saw with Beverly Hills last season, does not play well. So also, I, you know, I thought that this Caroline Manzo on uh, Ultimate Girls Trip was sort of her stepping stone into another full-time uh, slot for our new jersey next season. Um, we obviously know that the, the jersey season that's about to come um, in the next, uh, let's see, I guess, Coming next week? Oh my God, can that be? Okay. Whew. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, we've got Jersey coming up and we of course know that Joe and Teresa had had a falling out. We're going to see all of it play out. And because there are rumors that they the two of them will probably not film together next season, we were hopeful, fans were hopeful that we were going to see Caroline Manto come back and um, go head to head with Teresa and bring those two matriarchs back together. Um, But now it's not looking good. If Caroline's leaving the show and I I don't see Bravo now bringing her back. There was also rumors that Brandy was going to be back on this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in some capacity, whether full-time or a friend of um, people thought that she was definitely going to be back. Um, She's been testing very well, the other Bravo shows. And so um, I think producers thought she'd be make for good, uh, definitely a good villain um, in a post Rina world. Um, but now I don't know if she's got a sexual assault, like investigation happening with the network. I don't see them bringing her back in any capacity. So it'll be very interesting. And they've got to figure it out soon because uh, Beverly Hills is going to pick up production and start filming again, February 14th. So the clock is ticking and we need to figure out what's going on. Um, but anyways, something clearly went down, uh, in Morocco with these ladies on ultimate girls trip. And, you know, we of course have to wait now for who knows how long, because we're still waiting on season three of ultimate girls trip, which we have, we have no trailer. We have no set date that this is going to air. And now we've got all this drama with season four. It's like, Bravo, give us the footage. Like, what are you waiting on? And I get it. They're waiting on these seasons to play out because some of these women like on Potomac and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they're on season three. And so there are storyline that is obviously going to continue on Ultimate Girls Trip. So I get like the timing of it all, but this is they've got to figure this out because when stuff like this happens, shit's going down and we want to know it. I want it on my TV screen the next day. I want to see the fight between Caroline and Brandy. Give it to us. So anyways, we'll have to wait for who knows how long to find out what actually happened. But what I loved the most was all these reports are breaking. <laughs> that there's chaos ensuing in this house in Morocco. And Alex McCord, who of course I'm talking about ugly Herman Munster shoes, Alex McCord from Real Housewives of New York, is who's on the trip and making her return to Bravo, posts a photo on Instagram of her like hugging this dog that I guess was just in Morocco. I don't know if it's like staying at the house with them or if it's somebody's dog but she posts a a photo of her just saying her goodbyes to the dog so um that doesn't give me a lot of hope that alex made nice with a lot of the women so i don't know i the whole thing is just wild guys i'm i'm really hopeful that we get to see this sooner than later because there's a lot to sort of uh find out also another quick tip on that there haven't been a lot of boots on the ground um, sightings of them in Morocco, but there was one that broke this week that landed online um, and everyone saw a, a picture of Camille and they thought it was Lisa Vanderpump. So people started uh, speculating that Vanderpump was coming back onto ultimate girls trip as some kind of like surprise guest. And it was really Camille Grammer, but she has Brown hair and was wearing a t- tiara. So who knows what's going on with Camille? I mean, she girl, I can't wait. So anyways, another little tidbit on that. Um, But yeah, things are just a little bit nuts at Bravo. I mean, and then I guess Bravo adjacent. So last week I talked about Gossip Girl getting canceled at HBO Max after its second season. So I felt like I needed to finish this season out. I was a couple episodes behind. Um, So I watched the season finale. And um, yeah, Andy Cohen was on it. He was a uh, guest starring and, um, I love Andy Cohen guys. I think that, uh, he belongs on TV. I like him as a host on watch what happens live. I love him as our hosts of our reunions, our facilitators, even when he gets a little messy with the ladies, I'm here for it. Um, what I'm not here for is Andy Cohen acting. Yep. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, Cohen. Uh, stick to the hosting gags. That was an embarrassing, he like reveals who Gossip Girl is and has this like very dramatic. (laughs) I mean, he tried to make it dramatic. It's, it's actually like pretty comical. Like I should, I should find this clip and post it online just so that like we have it always in our arsenal. Um, But yeah, he was on it, but man, did that show jump the shark? It was like good And I was, like, excited about it. And I thought, like, oh, this is, like, a sexier GG than what we had in the CW. And so I was a little disappointed that it got canceled. And then I understood why. It was, like, the last few episodes, the acting got worse. The storylines just, like, were so hard to follow. And... I I didn't even know it was happening and then I couldn't figure out if they knew that it was getting cancelled and so they were like wrapping up all these stories and that's why it just felt like we were racing through the most outlandish storylines but then it ended with like a bunch of cliffhangers and so I'm like okay this isn't coming back guys you didn't wrap this up for me Gossip Girl finale is you know not worth watching but maybe if you want to see Andy Cohen attempt acting um, that would be the only reason to tune in um also, uh, in cancellation news, and I'm super disappointed, Hulu canceled Reboot. Guys, did you watch it? The first season, so good. I, me and my husband, we, like, binge watched it. It was so, such a feel-good little sitcom. Um, it had, you know, it was very Modern Family-esque um, from the same creator, Um Judy Greer and Paul Reiser were on screen magic. They are both, I mean, they don't like, they don't interact a lot on the show, but the two of them individually, like they were standouts on that show. I so enjoyed watching them, but everybody like, and I don't know the lead girl's name. That's the daughter, forgive me. Um, But I like, she was really great. I just, I felt like it had the makings of, a show that was really going to go the distance and like potentially be up for awards. And when award season came and went and it didn't get any noms, I was a little disappointed, but I felt like, okay, season two, they'll get their legs. And now they're not getting a season two because Hulu canceled it. So I don't know, maybe I need to start like a reboot reboot campaign so that we get it rebooted somewhere else because it was such a good show. If you haven't seen it, take a look, find it on Hulu, watch the first season I know that I just spoiled that there's no second one, but maybe if we all watch it, that will give Hulu the indication that they made a mistake. But guys, it was it was sad news that re- reboot was coming to an end. Also this week um, out on the streaming is Pamela Anderson's new documentary. And guys, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm dying to. I've heard really amazing things about it. I do really like Pamela Anderson's story, Um, You know, she seems to have really cleaned up her image and she seems to have cleaned up her life in a, in a really successful way. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the documentary and kind of like learning a little bit more about what she went through and what she's now going through with Hulu's Pam and Tommy and having to relive all of the sex tape stuff again. Um, So I've heard just wonderful things about it. And so definitely going to try to give that a watch this week. Um, and then, um, also in entertainment news, of course, we've got to talk about, um, queen bee, um, Beyonce and, uh, yeah, Beyonce announced her Renaissance world tour and, uh, tickets are already on sale. So are you going to see her? Uh, she is doing a stadium tour. I think there are some arenas, so I don't think they're calling it a stadium tour because there's some arenas on the dates, but, um, yeah. But if you remember a couple of episodes back, I did predict that this was coming. Uh, there was rumors around uh, Taylor's announcement of the Eras tour that we were going to get a Beyonce uh, stadium tour, and also if they, so, this has happened. So now, if the rumors are continuing to be true, the other rumor out there was that Rihanna is announcing a stadium tour as well, and that um, she will be doing that following the Super Bowl. So. Sounds like maybe now that we've gotten confirmation on the Beyonce tour that Rihanna may in fact be also on tour this summer. And that's a lot of powerhouse women uh, coming to a city near you. So uh, I hope you saved up some coin and didn't spend it all over the Christmas holiday because we got to get to these shows and we got to find out um, how these ladies are going to deliver. And for some of them, it's been also, Beyonce just performed in Dubai. I'm sure you've seen this news. It's insane. She hasn't performed in four years. And she did a one-night concert in Dubai that somebody paid her $24 million for one night. And I think that the show was, like, not even a full concert. It was, like, an hour or something. It, It was wild, wild. She got $24 million for that. So... I mean, girl doesn't need to work, but good for her. She's going to go on a world tour now. And I guess who knows how much that will gross. Um, But yeah, that's kind of what's happening in the hot topics this week. Like I said, the internet has exhausted me. I've been coming off of that head cold that I had last week. And I just couldn't like make heads or tails of the stories I was reading. And, you know, especially when your Twitter timeline isn't like coming in uh, chronological order man, it makes things tough because you really don't know what's happening. Um, So trying to bring you all of it as much as I can. Um, But now, you know, also got into the Housewives this week. We had our uh, Salt Lake City reunion. Uh, Last week, they took a little bit of a hiatus. And now we're starting our three-part reunion, which, you know, I was worried about with a three-parter because the season just didn't deliver and I didn't know what we were going to have going into it. Um, I thought that we, like, covered pretty much all of it in the first episode. So I'm not sure exactly where we're going to go. As it's, as it was no surprise, Jen Shaw did not appear at the reunion. Uh, She was, well, she didn't appear in person at the reunion. It was, um, it was recommended by her legal team that she not go. Um, because at the time she was still awaiting sentencing and didn't want anything more to come out and didn't want any more damning evidence against her so she did not appear at the Salt Lake City reunion but um we did talk about her quite a bit and um at one point uh Meredith gave her a quick call you know just as as housewives do let me just call her on speaker she's not going to show up on the couch and give us a look which is really the only thing Jen's good for Instead, we're just going to get her on, on the phone because Lisa Barlow accused Meredith of doing ketamine. And so Meredith's response was, I'm calling Jen to confirm whether or not I did that. Of course, Jen said answered, which I think Andy was shocked by. And Jen confirms or alleges that uh, Meredith did not do ketamine. Um, and so uh, and of course, Lisa's like, you're believing somebody that's going to prison for lying instead of me, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, guys, Lisa Barlow is staying unbothered. she is like getting it from all sides from these women, and I think we I think we're building the cast around her next season because she's clearly coming out on top and top tier housewife material i am stanning lisa barlow in all the ways i'm trying to like order vita tequila her and i had a brief dm exchange this last week about vita and getting some of it here in nashville and uh yeah i'm i'm a lisa barlow stan and then coming out of the reunion first of all two things she's releasing an ep she announced, I think, um, you know, I think Andy very playfully was, uh, was asking her about her, you know, viral amazing grace uh, hit and moment on this last season to which she graced us with the news that she is record recording an EP. And, you know, if that EP doesn't have a song called baby gorgeous and maybe another one called, can I touch uh, then we're doing it wrong. So Lisa, take some notes. These are the songs that you need to deliver as a housewife. This is what we want to hear. Um, so I'm very curious about that. But even better is that she announced this week or posted this week her uh, campaign or her promotion that she's running with Wendy's. A housewife doing a Wendy's ad is Yes, genius. genius on all levels. She, okay, it's first of all, the photos are like Gucci. It's like a coach ad. It's like, you know, I I feel like I'm walking by like a YSL store and I see these photos, but then, you know, instead of like her, just like in her, with her ski boots, she's also just happens to have the Wendy's logo on her skis or, um, you know, she's like sitting down, like, you know, showing off her like high heels and, you would think like, oh, yeah, this is obviously like some great shoe ad. Oh, no, she's also holding Wendy's French fries. Um, it's it's so amazing. I it's, I mean, it's I mean, clear. It, seriously, is creative genius. And she is doing no wrong. She's coming out on top in all ways. So so excited for that. Um, but loving the way she's showing up. Um, we also got well, we wrapped up Whitney's uh, healing journey. Um so as you guys know Whitney can't say healing so she says hilling. That that was kind of the wrap on that. She didn't talk more about it, but that's that was her big storyline this season. So Andy kind of put that to rest. Um what else? We finally saw the footage of Dana and Jen fighting at the finale party and honestly guys, I know that I saw online, like people were really excited that we got to finally see this footage that we saw from the trailer and everyone was disappointed when we didn't end up seeing it make the final cut. I understand why we didn't though. I I didn't play. Like if you remember that scene, everyone was kind of coming at Jen. There was like a moment happening with like this apology from, from one of the Angies and then the other Angie like jumped in and started like attacking Jen for something totally unrelated. And Jen was like, you know, I'm trying to talk about this other thing and you're now bringing me your drama. And then it seems as though maybe Dana ended up stepping in and doing the same exact thing. And so I feel like the producers were like, look, this is like all these women are just coming at Jen for all unrelated reasons. And it doesn't make sense in the scene. And so I think that's why they pulled it. But we ended up seeing it. She did like have a good clap back at Jen. And, uh, you know, it. I guess we've now seen the footage and bravo to, Bravo to Bravo, honestly, for, for giving us that. Um, but yeah, and I I don't know. The Angie's for me, they're just not cutting it. I I just, I feel like everyone on the cast right now, and I'm talking about even the current cast, maybe with without, um, or with the exception of my Queen Barlow, but I, they just all feel so desperate. It feels like no one's really there delivering anything, but then they're like, they're just there's like a desperation in the air. And it's not it's not playing well. And I hope that, you know, see the new season is already gonna be starting production next week. Um, they're picking up cameras again. And I mean, there is a lot of unsaid things coming off of this Jen Shaw um uh, uh, sentencing that they need to get the ladies' reaction to all of that and then obviously pick up the pieces. There's rumors we're getting Mary Cosby back, um, which I I am unsure. I am unclear on if this is a good idea. I mean, didn't we also find out she was a scam artist? And I don't know if we need that dark energy. And I didn't really know that she fit in well with the ladies to begin with. But I know that there's a lot of people calling for her return. I think they're they're grasping at straws right now. Um, but yeah, so they're picking up cameras again, um, and I. I'm hoping that the ladies that they have are going to mix things up and start like being a little more authentic because we are in desperate needs of it, need of it. And the Angie's for me, they're not cutting it. Dana, not cutting it. Um, I could see, you know, Angie K coming back as a friend of still, but I really don't even know who she's a friend of. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. And then I think that the big story from the reunion is that we finally got what happened, or we finally got a closure to what happened with Heather's eye. So as you know, this was like a really led up storyline of like, Heather had this black eye and we were going to find out like who broke into her room and gave her this black eye. And then it didn't play. And then Heather was saying all season, I know who did it. And I know what happened. And then when producers pushed, she said that she wasn't going to say, and then she kept asking cast members what happened and, it never, the story just kept changing. No one really knew what was going on. And so we finally have closure on that. And ultimately what it was, Heather was just ashamed of her her Mormon guilt of drinking. And the fact that she had blacked out and didn't remember kept her from actually saying anything. And what she ended up doing is saying way too much without saying anything. And so um, she made people feel and come up with a lot of potential storylines of what it could have been. Um, there was theories that Jen punched her, and ultimately, what you know Heather says is that she doesn't remember. She doesn't know she was blacked out. She woke up with this, you know, horrific black eye, and she doesn't know, and she's embarrassed uh, because she has Mormon guilt and from you know they're not supposed to be drinking and now that she's left the church she's been drinking and she's never blocked out and so I get it and I feel for her because I I, I don't know what that's like or what she's feeling but it did not land well and my girl Heather I'm such a stan I was a stan from the beginning and I really want Lisa Barlow and her to get put past their issues because I think they could be a powerhouse duo so I'm hopeful that she will get on the right side of this um, because this season was not was not the look for her. Um, but she's an ally, and I love her. And you know, I really hope that we can move past this eye issue. And I'm, I'm glad that at least we have a little bit of closure there. Um, what else? So we've got uh, Real Housewives of Miami this week again. Uh, they just, these women just keep delivering. And <laughs> the scene with the lawyer. Okay, lawyer Alexia hires a lawyer to come to give Lisa advice around the divorce with Lenny and, because the women keep giving her like their advice and their like opinions on things and so she's like we should probably do our our girl a solid and give her some true legal advice of what she should be doing which I thought was like a very nice gesture and a good idea until these women all started like trying to bring up their own drama uh to the lawyer to ask them about slander and all these other things and then at one point every single woman is just screaming oh god my husband joe he would have ran out of the house if he was home at the time when i was watching that because that's what he hates about the housewives is that they all start talking over each other this was like one of the most chaotic scenes i've ever seen on housewives and also i was loving it um but it was like, and then at one point, you know, Alexia's like, I'm paying like $400 an hour for this lawyer. And then Nicole gets up and gets out her black Amex and like throws it over to the lawyer. And I mean, that in it alone is just like incredible. And the lawyer, what I loved is that he actually took the credit card and I I didn't see him like hand it right back to her. I mean, it was like Angie, when Jen gave her the check for the party, she, she held to that thing with dear life. And I mean, the lawyer was doing the same thing. Um, he was like, "No, I'm, I'm going to take this black Amex, and I'm going to charge it for all the time that I'm having to sit through this." It was chaos. The one thing I'm a little nervous about is what's going to happen to our to our uh, Auntie Cohen at the reunion. I mean, they're going to have to like separate these women at times. Like, he can't stand when they all start uh, screaming at each other. And my gosh, it's it, it, it's too much. And I hope that we get some resolve before the end of the season because otherwise we're going into a reunion that feels like it could actually be a little toxic. So while I do think that these women deliver and every like the show's very entertaining and I'm super on board with Miami. I'm so glad it's back. I don't, I don't want it to become too toxic. I don't want like too much of this screaming and yelling um, because I think that's actually what happened the first time around when it got canceled. Was it with, especially like Joe, Joanna, um, and adriana they were so toxic towards each other that it got so dirty and i think like ultimately it wasn't fun to watch and i'm worried we're heading that way a little bit with this also i've always been a fan of alexia and she's giving me some real last season Teresa vibes with like her toxic energy where she just like won't back down and she won't admit defeat or admit wrongdoing and sometimes it's just an I'm sorry goes a long way. And like, she is just not willing to do that. And that's coming off really bad. So um, Miami was wild this last week. And I don't know that there's a lot more to say because I felt like that fight scene went on for the entire episode. I felt like it was a 45 minute fight. um, And we probably only got like a a portion of what that day was like for that lawyer. So I hope he, I hope he charged that block Amex and took all of, his time back because you know he needs to reclaim his time um and then okay real housewives of potomac here we are because another hot topic i saved it because so much to unpack here so first of all the episode because i think we got to start there obviously we're coming off of the last episode where karen alleges that juan robin's husband is having an affair with a girl in Georgetown and Robin calls Juan, and he was a little too angry on that call guys. And he like, he should have been angry at Robin, but, or should have been angry at Karen rather, but then really took it out on Robin. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm loving that, but, um, yeah, he got real angry. Um, thou protest too much, I think. And, uh, and so Robin's retaliation was then to reveal pictures of Karen having an affair with uh, her rumored blue eyed boyfriend. I talked about that last week. Uh, so if you need the lowdown on that, uh, check it out. But so Robin announces or reveals at lunch that rather this photo of Karen, well, I guess it's the back of her, but it looks like her. So people assume it's her. Um with this blue eyed boyfriend. And then that sort of like passes over. So now cut to uh, this episode, we are now having Robin's bachelorette party where the, they go to a, a women's strip club. And this is like one of the wildest things I've ever seen on Bravo. These women like throwing ones out of the, the money gun and just like having a great time with these strippers, but also then cutting the br- producers, you know, love to just like cut to the women slowly eating their steak and lobster. It it was like, it was just like the wildest scene. It was one minute, there's like a one being uh, stuffed into a lady's hoo-ha, and then the next minute, you're like Candace is like throwing lobster back. It's it's insane. It's, it was amazing. It was like a dream sequence and I want to never wake up from that dream because it was so funny. But, and then, uh, Sharice, you know, Sharice and Karen, they have lots of issues. Sharice, uh, claims that the last time she was out with our grand Miss Karen Huger, uh, Karen is known for having sex with the bartenders in the bathroom, um, which these wild allegations and, Honestly, like Karen doesn't seem to be like turning away from them or denying them. So I'm very curious about how this is all going to play out at the reunion, which they just filmed um, and we're going to be getting soon because next week is the finale. And boy, 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 does that look like it's well, you know, Potomac always delivers at the finale. But yeah, so um, Robin's putting uh, everyone on blast, and she's like calling out Karen, and she. And then after last, the last episode aired, they announced that they got married, and that we're gonna see it, I guess, in the season finale. Uh, there were no cameras at the wedding, but the women are uh, potentially there, or. Robin gave some footage to the producers to share. So we are going to see that they ended up getting married, but the news came out and broke that Robin and Juan got married. Well, and then this week, another hot topic on the internet, receipts were shown and somebody came forward and said, I am the woman that Juan had an affair with in Georgetown. And here are my receipts, which is a hotel bill and all of these things. And so, so this is this is where it gets a little like, this is where it turns because I've always been a fan of Giselle and Robin, and you know obviously like, Robin, what are you doing? If you've got a husband that keeps cheating on you, you know they divorced the first time over cheating, um, and infidelity, and now here we are again, and this happened before you guys got married because what we learned is that as all of this information was coming to light online, Giselle and Robin took to their reasonably shady podcast that they have to address it. And Robin admitted that she knew about this woman and the cheating allegations ahead of filming this last season, which, of course, sent uh, Candace off the edge, Candace and Chris, for that matter, off the edge on Twitter. They were like, so you knew that your husband had cheating allegations. And then, so in order to deflect from that, you were trying to build some fake storyline about Chris cheating with uh, on Candace. And um, man, it's, it's not looking good for Robin right now because not only did she admit that she knew this she did this on her uh, patreon page as well so it's not even like if you go listen to the reasonably shady podcast you can't even like hear this information you have to pay their subscription to hear this episode because they put it behind a paywall and you know that's pissing bravo off because these women signed up to put their real lives on camera and not only are they coming clean admitting that they all knew Ashley Giselle and Robin all knew about these cheating allegations with Juan and Robin tells her version of the story which is ultimately that the woman I mean she she tries to kind of sugarcoat it but it, it's clear something went down with the woman and Juan. So this all happened and these women did not share this information on this reality show. And I think that Bravo is going to, I don't I don't think this is a slap on the wrist. I think Robin is gone next season. I think that they are going to say, you knew this going into the season. You didn't share it with us. And coming out of the season finale or uh, r- right before the season finale airs, you release all this information on your paid podcast for a profit. You're profiting off of this information that you should have put on the show. And that plays really badly. And I, I hate that because Robin delivers on that show. And obviously we love Giselle and, and I don't know if Giselle will like be fired over this though. She did have the information and she did go along with keeping this, you know, information quiet, but I don't know that they'll get rid of Giselle, but I, I definitely think that Robin is potentially not back next season as a, as a result of this um, admission and, uh, and the way that she handled it too. And so it's a pretty disastrous way to end things. And uh, wow, it's, it was a lot. The the episode was, I mean, it's, it's again, it's like, there's so much happening and there's so many like allegations being thrown out there. And then real time, there are things happening too. And it's just, it's, it's really hard to keep up right now in the housewives universe. So, um, so yeah, so that was the housewives this week. And guys, I know that the podcast has been really housewives heavy, um, this month, but sorry, Bravo's delivering a lot of stuff and we've got a lot to talk about. Um, but there is so much I, I saw, um, Queens of Bravo. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but they released all the things on Bravo that were released this month. And it was like, you had to like flip through it because there was so much in the list. It was like trailers and episodes and premieres and announcements and Jen Shosh sentencing and Robin's cheating allegations. And it was like so many things were just coming out and it was like jam packed January. So that is why we have focused so much on that. We will continue to like have interviews. We've got some really exciting stuff in the works coming up. Um, some very cool pop culture, deep dives um, of some of the favorite of some of my favorite pop culture moments of the past. Um, we're going to be doing some deep dive episodes on that, having some great friends stop by to, to help chat with me on those things. But, you know, I'm just trying to give you what is happening. And right now real housewives are happening. And so, so we've been covering that a lot. Um, and so thanks for, for tuning in week over week. And um, yeah, I hope that uh, you'll continue to do that because this has been a fun platform and and uh, and I'm loving doing it and uh, chatting with you guys each week. And as always, um, don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Gist. You can also follow me at CMVetrano on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also now on TikTok trying that thing out. It's, you know, we'll see how it's going. Um, But please tune in next week um, and let me know that you're what you'd like to hear more of, because I love interacting with you guys online. And some of y'all have reached out and DM'd me and, um, and that's been really fun to meet you guys. And so continue to do that. And um, yeah, but for now, this is The Gist. I'm Chris Vetrano and have a great week.